everybody, what's up? It's Josh Knox with the I Speak Fizbo Podcast. Coming to you today from sunny Utah. And I wanted to talk to you about the MLS and why that tool makes so much sense in real estate sales. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Josh Knox and welcome to the I Speak Fizbo Podcast. I have a big question for you. How are homeowners like us supposed to compete against old real estate traditions to buy and sell our own homes without having to pay ridiculously high commissions? How can we get our needs met without having to be under the thumb of an outdated system? That is the question, and on this podcast, we'll give you the answers. Hey everybody, it's Josh Stock. I wanted to talk to you about the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service, and how it fits into the overall uh, scheme of what a for sale by owner might do to sell their house. And it's it's one of those things that people talk about outside of the industry as sort of maybe a necessary evil. Maybe that's maybe that's the right thing to say or. Maybe it's the wrong thing to say, but at, at its heart, the MLS is just a tool. It's a data collection tool um, and a consumer-sided display tool, uh, much like Zillow is. The, the upside for the MLS, wherever you're at in the country, is because it's run by licensed real estate agents and brokerages, is there is a concerted effort to make sure everything on the MLS has the most accurate data. Now, side note, is that always the case? No. A- after being licensed for eight plus years and selling hundreds and hundreds of homes, there were plenty of times where I, I showed a property to a buyer and the listing information was completely inaccurate. And that, that's the story in and of itself. But on the whole, the MLS data is more accurate than Zillow data, than Realtor.com data, than Trulia data, simply because agents have a vested interest in making sure that data is accurate. And and so this tool, this MLS system, ends up becoming the de facto place to find uh, listing information, uh, both active and sold. And so when it comes to pricing a property, you know, you want the sold data, you want the same data that appraisers use and and professional agents use to help price the property. And I talk about that actually in a different episode where you can actually get that sold data without having access to the MLS. But uh, the data is uh, accurate. And so as a a de facto source for accurate information, it, it also get you in front of, and this is the key point I want to make here, it also gets you in front of the most number of potential buyers for your property because uh, whether we like it or not as sellers, the majority of buyers have still bought into this idea that they aren't paying commissions because you, the seller, are are quote-unquote paying the commissions. And so buyers uh, will start with something like Zillow or what have you, and then once they get once they get hooked into a realtor who has uh, convinced them that that's the route to go to use them, then that agent will send them property lists through their email. Um, they'll take them 
they'll, they'll take them through a process in their local MLS to hook them up, to connect them, almost like they're connecting uh, with them on Facebook or some other social platform, uh, in an effort to make it easier on the buyer. And when a buyer starts realizing that their local MLS has uh, the most accurate data over Zillow and some of these other search engines, they'll start going, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll start going to that local MLS website in search for property. And you want to be found in those searches. I mean, that's the bottom line. The, the, the bottom line is to get a potential buyer into your house, number one, and number two, to get that potential buyer to write an offer. That's it. That's the whole strategy of selling a house. And so if you are in, in front of the most buyers absolutely possible, then the chances of you, one, selling your house, which is the end goal, go up exponentially. And the chances of you selling for your list price or higher go up exponentially as well. Because if you're only marketing your house to those people who look through, you know, classified ads or want ads or, or Craigslist or a local uh, newspaper website, then you're, you are limiting, you are limiting your exposure. And uh, the idea behind any product, whether it's an iPhone or a house, selling for the top price is exposing that product to the most number of buyers. And so the MLS is that tool currently in the marketplace. We're, will there be another tool in the future? Quite possibly. I mean, maybe Zillow will kept, catch up to uh, the most accurate data possible or maybe some other uh, other company that aggregates uh, data and information will eventually come to the forefront um, when people start realizing they don't need to, to a real estate agent to sell their house and buyers don't need one to buy one. Maybe, maybe somebody else will will come up with a, with a better solution. But until then, the MLS is the premier place to place your property. It's almost like, uh, what's the best way to describe it? Back in the day, it used to be like Auto Trader used to be the magazine where people would go to find you know, a used car that they wanted to buy. And then it became Auto Trader, the website. And so that, that's, that's the MLS. And until, until another service pops up that the MLS is going to be the king in your local marketplace for, for finding, finding a buyer. Now, are you always going to find a buyer from the MLS? No, but if you get your, if you get your product out there, if you if you get your house listed on the MLS and you get it listed on social media like we teach and you get it and you tell all your friends and your coworkers and your family and you tell your neighborhood and you hold an open house and you do all the other free advertising, then the chances of you getting multiple buyers goes up as well. And if you can get multiple buyers, some from the MLS and some from uh, your other sources, then you can get yourself in a situation where you don't have to pay uh, the MLS fee that you're going to have to advertise as, as being willing to pay when you list there. And you don't have to list for 3%. You could list the house for 2%, and you'll find buyer's agents that will be more than happy to show your property. The good ones that know they're responsible for their buyer will still show your house. But if you're doing that, and you and like I said, you're getting the other buyers to take notice of your property, then you're also going to find that you're in a better negotiation position because if somebody shows up to the house without a buyer's agent, even if they did find it on the MLS, 
then you're automatically in a better negotiation position with that person than somebody who is using a buyer's agent because when you don't have to pay a fee uh, because you've been able to find another buyer, then you can work the negotiation absolutely in your favor for that other buyer. And and there's a couple other things that go into that, right, like qualifying your buyer, and I talk about that on a different uh, podcast and in my training course, The Commission Cure. But you you should know that when you when you use the MLS, you are exposing yourself and your property to um, so many more buyers that will actually get your home uh, in a better position to sell. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting in front of all those buyers. So, again, remember, lesson number one in selling a house is, is driving the most number of buyers to your property. And lesson number two is of that buyer pool, just getting them to write an offer. That's how you sell property. And so it, it's not that complicated, and you just need to know the right places to put your property uh, to get it in front of those people. And the MLS is just one of those systems. It's just, it's almost like you're putting your property on Amazon or eBay. The, the most number of people are looking on those websites to buy products. And so there, there comes a little bit of a cost with that, but you're still going to sell it and you're still going to save uh, money by doing it that way. So anyways, I leave that with you. I hope you know the MLS is a tool that you can use. There are flat rates that you can pay. Uh, most states in the U.S. are anywhere between you know $100 to maybe $300 to get your property listed on an MLS. There are certainly more that goes into it than just putting it on the MLS, and I talk about that in my other podcast. So be sure you check out those episodes. But that is such a great way for you to get maximum exposure without having to pay a listing agent and in some cases without even having to pay a buyer's agent because – Buyers will find out what the local MLS information has to offer them, and they'll make their own phone calls, and they'll come to their own open houses, and they'll they'll look to 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 do the transaction as well without having to necessarily use a buyer's agent. And so you'll find those people there. So I hope you have a great day. I hope that information helps you, and I hope to see you on the next podcast.